And Audrey was like, you shouldn't say that, even though it's not a curse word. Like, you don't want to slip up in front of mommy. And I just started laughing, right? Because it's just the three of us in the car. <laughs> and I'm laughing. We're driving home from school. And uh, and they said, why Why are you laughing so hard? I said, You're, you guys are worried about that. But, you know, but we, the three of us are just saying Limp Biscuit like every five seconds. <laughs> nobody even thinks about the, the origin of Limp Biscuit. <laughs> So then with the with the thirteen year old and seventeen year old, I had to like they're like, all right, dad, tell us what the original Limp Biscuit is. In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? Good evening, Ted, for episode 223, and I'm finishing up spring break. You were on spring break a couple weeks ago, right, right. and uh, we missed last week because of my spring break. But that's all right. We still, I still got my Jimmy fix because you were because you were down here. Yeah, so we were down by you guys. Yeah, and Medieval Times, Knott's Berry Farm, hanging out with the Willets and the in-laws and all that good stuff. So here we are. We took a week off because just being out of town and all that stuff, I wouldn't have had time to edit. Right. So we didn't uh, we didn't record, but that's okay. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. A couple of episodes or not episodes, a couple of trailers, a couple of trailers and what we're watching and uh, typical show, I would say for tonight. Yeah. So. So yeah. Why don't you start with your beer and let's see what you got. Okay. I uh I stopped this morning at Handy Market. Oh. And I told and I told Mark, Mark was there. He was uh he was working the forklift. So the owner of the Handy Market or the son of the owner or whatever, he kind of runs the whole thing now. He was running the forklift and running around. <laughs> and uh and Audrey was with me because she didn't want to go to school too early. So she's like, get that beer that, that you had with Jimmy and everybody. And I was like, what, the beer that's overcarved and exploded all over? Oh, man. <laughs> and so that was still on there. And it was on, it was there for on sale. Don't open it over and, your computer. <laughs> and as I walked, as uh, Mark walked by, I was like, hey, Mark, these are very overcarbed, just so you know. And he's like, I didn't put it on sale because they're overcarbed. But good to know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but so I picked up a four pack, I picked up the next month's worth of beer and this is a cool one. Okay. I got a, uh, I have an Imperial sour ale today. It's called penguins in Chile. Penguins in Chile. And it's Imperial sour, sour ale with Chilean blackberries, conquered grapes, vanilla, and marshmallow. Oh, wow. And we are clocking it at a 10% ABV. Oh. And it is a brewed by barrel souls. Brewing company in Saco, Maine. So, oh, okay, from Maine, yeah. but an imperial sour. Wow, imperial sour. Yeah, I was like, that sounds cool, and a lot. It sounds fruity and a little probably sugary with the marshmallow. Right, and I'm really interested to see the balance of this because, you know, when you have something that's a sour and you have that 10 percent ABV, I would expect. Look at that. It's whoa, look at that thing. It looks like a pomegranate or something. It looks like a milkshake. It looks like a blueberry milkshake or something. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, tasty, tasty. Oh, nice. You'll have to give me a tasting note here in a sec. It's a it's it's not a sour, it's a sweet. It's a sweet. <laughs> sweet and sour. <laughs> yeah, so I was at Vintage Liquor there down the street from you. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it's called. Vintage, uh, the new place. Uh, vintage, vintage spirits, I believe. Oh, vintage spirits. Okay, and it's the old wine liquor depot. And that's right. Frank was all excited to take me there because they remodeled and everything, and it's pretty <laughs> nice inside there. And they have tastings all the time, don't they? I think so. I, I mean, we didn't have any. Oh, Frank had Frank had a tasting when he picked up that uh, that bourbon that we were drinking. Oh, that's right. That's where he got that. Yeah, that's right. He he did. Uh, it was a rye. It was a blend. Yeah, a bourbon, and then it was like thirty percent rye, seventy percent <laughs> bourbon. And he said that was the best one because the rye gave a little bit of a spice. Right, right. So it was very smooth, though. Yeah. Uh, no, so we were there, and I they have a good good beer selection for sure. Um, I have an Evergreen. Oh, nice. I, I saw that today. Baltic Porter. It's a lager at 9.1%. So you edged me there. <laughs> That's a different show, Jimmy. Don't talk about edging. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know. Whatever this guy's saying. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, 9.1 lager. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty high for a lager. I see a theme for our beers. I have a sour that's 10%. You have a lager that's 9.1%. Those are not typically the uh, ABV ranges for this style of beers. <laughs> well, and what's interesting, it says maple. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to probably taste like maple syrup or something. Hopefully, yeah. But also a Baltic porter. So when you mm-hmm. make a porter, a porter is an ale, yet this is a lager. So I wonder if that's like from the Baltic states, <laughs> you know, Finland or Sweden yeah. or something yeah. or, you know, whatever is up in that area. So uh, Estonia. So, okay, give me a tasting note and then, um, you know, I'll get after mine. Yeah, this one is it's amazing. Like for all my for all my cousins and my cousin in laws that say they can't eat drink drink a sour because they're they they can't enjoy it. Why can't they enjoy it? Because it's like too sour for their palate. Like their palate is oh okay. Their palate is so numbed to Bud Light <laughs> that they can't even handle like drinking something that's like a sour. Oh, that's funny. So this is a this is has this has a a, a sour a sour start and a sour f- like aftertaste. But it definitely has the overpowering sweetness of the berries. So the berries and the grapes are there. It's like, you know, it, it's the start and finish of a sour, but a, but a wine in the middle. So it's very, it's very interesting. Very interesting, complex uh, flavors. Well-balanced. You don't taste the alcohol. You don't taste 10%. You know, which is kind of a scary. Do you taste the marshmallow? No, the marshmallow is just part of that sweetness in the middle, you know? That's probably the creaminess or something. Yeah, the creaminess and the sweetness in the middle. It keeps it from being like a, a pucker wine in, in the middle. It's more of like a, a sweet wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. How about you? Have, you? have you had any? Yes, uh, very good. It has hints of lager because, okay. as we've talked, so you have the, what makes a lager is the yeast. What makes an ale is ale yeast, and they ferment different. So you do get the hints of the lager, but I say that strictly that you get hints of it. So it's very mm-hmm. mild on that lager flavor. You, the maple comes through for sure. Also, it's it's kind of like it hits you with a little bit of caramel. Mm-hmm. And it washes over you like maple syrup. Oh, wow. And then it finishes almost like that lagery bitter flavor in a sense. <laughs> Very porter-esque. It's like okay. essentially what I feel like they did was they just made a 
porter and instead of putting in like uh bottom fermenters yeah well no a top fermenter oh instead of putting in like uh uh i don't know like an american ale yeast that would make Uh her like a stout or a porter they put in some lager yeast and you wind up with a lager so i think the only thing they did differently was change the yeast yeast type okay and i I, i'll venture to guess that this um evergreen brewing company and i don't even know where they're out of but they probably make this and they just change the the yeast around and when you do that you wind up with different beers is it light enough to drink like a lager like uh like after no it's heavy it's more like a stout no it's heavy okay yeah ventura california oh wow so it's right down the street so I gotta go. I gotta go over to uh, what is it? Vintage Spirits and pick up a four pack of that. They're they're still only doing four packs, right? Four packs, yeah, yeah. And to me, that's that's my thing. Like, <laughs> if I'm gonna spend money on a four pack, I'm I cannot be locked in to four of these. Beers. Right. I, you know, I thought that, and I was I'm I'm like wanting to like just hand pick. Uh huh. So I bought uh, three four packs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I wanted to do was buy like twelve different beers to share and enjoy but no you get three different beers right exactly you know and that was i i see what you're saying so i left a few with frank i brought some back you know and okay cool yeah no i frank frank and i when frank and i have gone we've only gone a couple times but that's what we end up doing he buys a four pack i buy a four and pack then and we end up split them yeah 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 no i think i know you're not a lager guy but i think you can get behind this because it's very stout porter like i'm excited i'm excited to try lagers that that i'm that i that i would don't like, like i said with a hint of that lager flavor it's not even it's it, like it's noticeable if you're looking for it but it's it's very ale like you know mm, awesome so i think you'd enjoy it so tell me about, uh, you know, we took off a week, so we're two weeks since our last episode. No, I, I want to hear. I want to hear about your uh, your well, okay. medieval times. That's my <laughs> I'm so excited for you for that. So, yeah, well, we were going to go to Knott's Berry. Well, we did go to Knott's Berry Farm, but we were planning Knott's Berry Farm like, I don't know, four months ago or something. And we're planning it over spring break and eh, maybe not four months ago, three months ago, whatever, but whatever. And so Clarissa said, oh, Medieval Times is like right there. We should go. Mm -hmm. So we went the day before Knott's Berry Farm. We went to Medieval Times and you've been there or no? Have not been. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I last time we went to Medieval, I went to, last time I went to something like Medieval Times, I'm sure it was not medieval times, but it was a Renaissance fair somewhere in Virginia, you know, and we drove two hours to get there from D.C. and uh, I was eight years old. So, oh, man, <laughs> yeah, that's the last time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was there once upon a time in Schaumburg, Illinois. Nice. I don't know, probably like early 90s or something. Nine, nine, uh, you know, maybe I was 21 or something, 22. So, right. A uh, good long while ago. So you could drink the mead, though. Yeah, they, well, okay. <laughs> so we get there, and, you know, the, the torture chamber is closed for renovation. So I was upset okay. about that. <laughs> you know, the chastity belt and, and all this stuff. The Iron Maiden. Yeah, the rack, you know, and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't get to see the torture devices, uh, but the armory was open and the stables okay. were open and stuff. And, and it, you know, it, it's different. It modernizes 
you know, it's one of those things where uh, LED neon blinking lights are in all swords and spears. And, you know, it's one of those types of things that didn't exist the last time I was there. Uh, you know, you look around, there's just these neon flashing swords. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Ye, ye old blacksmith is rolling over in his grave. Oh, man. Yes, he is. <laughs> the food, I think the food improved. Okay. But turkey legs, you walk around with turkey legs, though, still, right? No, it was it was like a, a maybe a half a chicken or a quarter chicken. Oh, okay. It was maybe more than a quarter, but maybe not quite a half. Maybe it was a half. <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot of food. <laughs> okay. Uh, corn on the cob, uh -huh. potato, you know, all that kind of stuff. And glasses of uh, beer and stuff, you know? So Right, right. Okay. Um, or regular bar drinks, but they're not coming around with like sangria and mead like they did back <laughs> in the day. Ah. So they don't do that now, unfortunately. And, you know, they kind of go through and you, ours was the yellow night and everybody's losing their mind over the yellow night and then the nice. red night and so on and, and all that kind of stuff. So we're leaving and it was like a two o'clock show. So we got there about one. Uh -huh. The boys got knighted. Sweet. So... It was uh, Tim's 10th birthday was the reason we went. Mm -hmm. So upon Tim's 10th birthday, he was knighted, Knight Timothy. And then it's upon Tim's 10th birthday, we knight Michael or Mikey, whatever, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, they got knighted and, and you know, they give us our pictures and all that kind of stuff. And so we're leaving and all of a sudden there's this picket line outside. Oh, my God. What is going on? This wasn't here when we showed up. <laughs> oh, no. So there's this picket line and they're the uh, cast, I guess you'd call them perform the performers, the performers and everything. Yeah. They're out there striking. And the one of the queens is leading the strike. And she's like uh, she, she has IMDB <laughs> credits and all this stuff. And, <laughs> and so they're the second medieval times. There's like 20 of them or whatever. They're the second medieval times behind New Jersey to unionize. OK. And so they unionized in November and went out on strike in February for better working conditions and safety. OK. And more pay and all this stuff. So I get this now. I feel all guilty. I'm like, oh, I had no idea, you know, and all this stuff. Stuff and these people are you know, <laughs> too bad you're on your break when we were coming in because <laughs> they must have been or they just weren't there yet but so i'm like i look it up i'm like medieval times strike and it's all over the news cnn la times all this stuff i'm like wow, oh, wow. so that you know all, all their grievances against the company and they're like flying in performers from other castles you know non-union and all this stuff to come in <laughs> Not non-union shops. Yeah, non-union shops. There's big signs up on there now hiring and all this. They're trying to break <laughs> the union. And you know, the good union man that I am, right? I'm just like, ah, oh, geez, like, you know, <laughs> I'm crossing the line and all this stuff. And that's a dampener. Yeah. So I we're leaving and I'm like, oh man, let me let me get some of your literature here. I'm curious what's going on with it. Yeah. And then uh, I mean the show was good and everything, but man, that sucks. Yeah. Right. And uh, so not farm i haven't been there in 30 years maybe more i was probably there in 92 okay so like 31 years was the last time i'm there right you've been there uh more recently than me <laughs> I, I wouldn't rec i didn't recognize it really it's so different there's a it's it's 
a, a shorter list to say what's still there. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> than to say what's not there, you know? I have never been. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought you were. <laughs> no, I mean, 20, 30 years ago, place was amazing. I loved it because it was kind of the old West vibe and all that stuff. And right now it's a lot more roller coasters, a lot more. Okay. Um, I don't know, like uh, Six Flags, more of a vibe. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. They do have the Western stuff still. They just don't emphasize it the way they used to. Mm. So one of the things I was looking forward to was the log jam and it was closed for like maintenance or repair, whatever. So I was like, oh, man. (laughs) Second thing I was looking forward to is the haunted shack. Uh You know, it's one of those places that like water runs uphill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You get a kid and like you get a short kid and a tall man and they stand across from each other. The kid's taller than the guy. Oh, and then it's the optical illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. So. I'm waiting for the boys to lose their minds. Like, how does the water go uphill? (laughs) And, you know, we could have talked about the fun. Well, it's not there anymore. They closed it. Uh. So I come to learn they closed it in 1999, like almost 25 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ask somebody while you're like, where is the fun house or whatever? (laughs) We're in line and I'm like, so this guy, he was uh, a season pass holder. Uh-huh. And he said, he's like, oh, I used to work here back in college and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, like I can't find the haunted shack. You know, like, I don't remember. where. Oh, no, they got rid of that in 99. <laughs> like, really? Not in this uh, what cent- century. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. And the guy's like, yeah, you're aging yourself. You know, and he's like, he's like, there's probably no one in the park that even remembers that thing. <laughs> Except for you, old man, too. (laughs) And he's like, ah, you know what? Go on YouTube. People have video on there about it. Yeah. So, you know, there were a few disappointments. It has a different vibe than Disneyland for sure. So it's more local, I would I would say. Okay. All right. The the season pass is like 140 bucks. Yeah. No blackout dates, no none of that stuff. It's like <laughs> super cheap, right? <laughs> and this the guy I was talking to, he was he lived like a mile from Disneyland and he was like for the price um, I don't have to make reservations. I don't have to do any of that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's all that kind of. He's like, yeah, we just come sometimes. We just show up. We go on. We go on a, a roller coaster. We get dinner. We go home. Kids do homework, you know, or whatever. Right, right. Uh, we talked to a bunch of people in line. It was kind of funny. Like all these people we talked to, super friendly. Uh huh. They were all season pass holders right i can count on one hand how many people i've ever talked to in line at disneyland which is probably zero <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so you had just like that that uh more local feel people who live close by mm-hmm. they're just there for the day or hanging out for a few hours and stuff so that was pretty cool i thought a lot more roller coasters than they used to have like i said it has more of a six flags vibe these days than it does like the Wild West vibe. They used to have a lot of models of all the missions. Oh, nice. I I might have only seen two. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't a lot there. It was still a lot of fun, you know, and and they have the Birdcage Theater, which is uh, like one of those vaudeville type melodrama oh neat we're like you boo and hiss the villain <laughs> you cheer the the hero the fair oh, maiden nice. you give a sigh to and stuff, you know? so it's like all that kind of stuff which is really fun the food was really good so it was their boysenberry festival oh nice yeah that's their that's the specific they their own strain of berry 
Yeah, exactly. So Clarissa had a boysenberry lager. Oh, wow. Extremely good. It was it was awesome. I had and, you know, and then we, we drank about half and then we switched and I had a boysenberry Hefeweizen. Nice, nice. I'm not a huge Hefeweizen guy, but it was extremely good. Uh, boysenberry ice cream, boysen. And then we bought like boysenberry <laughs> barbecue glaze, boysenberry everything. I mean, if, if you could put it boysen. And you know what? Boysenberry's the the perfect fruit because it's like sweet enough, but yet it's not like overpowering. Yeah. And it adds a nice flavor to anything that you do. So it was it was. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I I'll tell you, though, man, like 30 years goes by. Man, it's like Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm Rip Van Winkle. I, I show up. I'm like, what? The? It, it was so different. What is this place? Yeah, that's crazy. And then the night before. So we went to uh, Medieval Times, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. We, we checked in our hotel and all that stuff. And, you know, it's early. It's probably like five. So I said, well, why don't we go to downtown Disney? So we went to downtown Disney. Oh, yeah. Had dinner, went to the Lego store and all that kind of stuff. Walked around. Where, where'd you eat there? Uh, Naples or Napoli or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had some pizza there and, you know, a couple good, of beers good pizza. and some pizza. Yeah. Oh, it was very good pizza. Yeah. So, yeah, all in all, it was a good time. And then we got to see you guys, of course. Right. <laughs> so it's so funny. We saw you. and It was great uh, on that Saturday. And then you did Medieval Times Sunday right. and other stuff. You did knots early in the week. And then I think you came back Tuesday. to Frank and Barbara's on Tuesday. Right. <laughs> and and I and we we're just dragging. <laughs> like I'm, I got the kids home. I got Bryce to the martial arts. Audrey, what did she what did she end up doing? She ended up not going to she had a really bad bloody nose that day at school. So she was kind oh, of man. spent, you know, from just like tending to her 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 allergies, which was causing this. Oh, is that what know, caused it? Yeah, she's just like having this violent sneezing fits all week long and half of them would turn into bloody noses. Well, and all the rain and everything, I mean, like the blossoms everywhere, the wildflowers, everything's just I mean, I didn't realize I have. I mean, they're not bad, but <laughs> right. I'm working in the yard, man. I'm just sneezing and my nose <laughs> exactly. is itching. And, oh, and I'm just like, what is going on here? You know, and it's just it's things are blooming everywhere. So so I go out to lock the gate and I'm like, I see your car over there. And I'm like, oh, I should go over and say, say hi or whatever. Come, you know, like hang out a little more. And I come in the house and Anne's like, you know, we're putting the kids to bed. And Anne's like. We should go over, hang out. And I'm like, oh, baby, I'm not up for it. I just need to like lay down and go to sleep. Well, you know, and, and I thought about it, too. And I'm like, I'm not going to bother. It's like for you guys, it's like a school night, a work night and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah. And then and I had to take I had to take uh, my my friend. My So obviously this is Easter weekend, right? So my priest friend, uh, you know, he calls me. He texts me on Monday. He goes, uh can you take me to the airport? I'm like, sure. Anytime. He's like two 40 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, sure. I'm there. I'm done. Right. What, what better time can you go to LAX than two 40 in the morning? In the morning. <laughs> Things fly at that point. Yeah. There's very few of them. And you could, you could, you know, wow. it's, it was so quick down that getting down there and getting home. Oh, I bet. It was just, it was amazing. So 
Yeah, so that's another reason I was dragging that the early part of last that week. That makes so. sense. <laughs> yeah, but no, I was just like, you know, because I know how it is sometimes. It's like a work night. You're doing your thing. Kids are doing homework. <laughs> no, Anne was like, the kids are in bed. We could we could totally just hang out for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, baby. I got to go into work tomorrow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and Frank and Barbara had a couple friends over, family friends. Oh, nice. And they left about 10-ish. And all that stuff. So, but yeah, and you know, and good food and good drinks and stuff. Because, like I said, we went over to uh, the spirit place or whatever. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's a great that's a great couple of weeks. I think there's not much going on over here. Just back to work and school, right? And uh, and we're doing this club water polo thing, which is kind of new to us. But we have our first uh, water polo tournament with the club this weekend, tomorrow and Sunday. So is it like travel league? <laughs> it might as well be. It's in uh, Lake Forest. Have you heard of Lake Forest? It's like I have. I don't know where it is. It's half the. It's almost to, to Esco, so it's like two hours away, or that's about seventy-five miles away. Oh wow! So it feels like travel league. So we got a game tomorrow at eight o'clock in the morning, deck time seven o'clock. Which means we'll be leaving the Willett House around five thirty a.m. Yeah, tomorrow morning. And then Bryce has a noon um, dojo thing, you know, that he's doing for. He's kind of half just working, volunteering at the dojo. So I have to be back here by noon with him. Oh, jeez. So we're so we're taking two cars down <laughs> to this thing, and then I'm coming back with Bryce, so he can do that. So that that that's when I'm going to get my yard work in. But the so the new test the new Tesla app the new Tesla what is it called the version that's out this ten point no eleven point three point three and now it's eleven point three point six I was yeah kids the talk so we're at eleven point three point six and now when you disengage the full self driving okay it, it uh it allows you to hit the button. And it gives you 10 seconds to leave a voice comment. So, so you can comment on why you disengaged the the self-driving. <laughs> so I do this like every single time I disengage it, you know, like uh, failure to make left turn, whatever. <laughs> so, so now when the kids are in the car with me, they either try to augment what I'm saying, like uh, failure to, to change lanes. And then my daughter will say, and it had plenty of room, or she'll she'll make some comment in at the end. <laughs> and then when Bryce is up there, what is he? He's like, I'm say, I am I said, uh, failure to, you know, I, I thought it was going to hit, I was thought I was going to clip that car on this left-hand turn. And then at the end, right before I click it off, because you click it on and you click it off, right? You click the button on. And where's the button? Like on the steering wheel? On the steering wheel, yeah. Okay. And so you click it to start your recording, and then you click it again to to end it, but it ends at 10 seconds anyway, so you don't have to click it to end it necessarily. Um, but right before I end it, Bryce likes to say, pee-pee-poo-poo. <laughs> so he tries to sneak in like a pee-pee-poo-poo because he thinks Elon Musk would find that funny. Oh <laughs> and I'm God. like, he pro- he's probably would. I doubt he's listening to all of these or even reading transcripts of them, but but th- thanks for the effort to-, to They're probably trying to use AI. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All the AI talk these days. <laughs> all right, man. So speaking of AI, let's get into uh-huh. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> So what do you think with the portals opening all over for uh, Spot, that guy Spot? Uh huh. 
perfect time to introduce Doorman. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. You're reading my notes if I ever <laughs> oh, had nice. notes. But uh, but I was definitely thinking this 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 portal man is, you know, he's gotta be uh doorman adjacent. Like, you know? It yeah. feels like it's in the same universe. Come on, get some doorman in here. I know we need doorman action. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised. I'll watch it just for that. <laughs> just for the just for the opportunity, just for the, the chance that we're gonna get introduced to some something. The anticipation of a possible doorman sighting. <laughs> doorman. Our favorite uh Marvel superhero. Your favorite Marvel character. Of the fifty three hundred characters <laughs> or however many, doorman yeah. is the one. Yeah, and then uh, they again we see the trolley car problem. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, does he save his old man or does he save everybody else? It's classic. It's classic. Uh, Spider Man. Spider Man is has always been, you know, uh, a trolley problem. I mean, even you know, if you think back to the original, um, which one were those? The Incredible Spider Mans, the ones with um, what's his name. What's the first ones that that were here? You're talking about the animated or No, no, the first of the of the common era Spider-Man. Oh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Yeah, the Toby Maguire one because like he's got the L, right? He's got the elevated train in New York City. He's got the subway that he's trying to slow down. It's it is literally the trolley a trolley car, car problem. problem. <laughs> right. So so it's always been there and it's just like, you know, more and more and more. Um, yeah, like save Gwen and just the rest can, you know, can all just deal with it. <laughs> like, I think, you know, save your main squeeze. I think that's where you, you that's all go. you need to do. <laughs> yeah, this is this the second one from the original into the Spider-Verse? Yes, yes. This is the, the second right, okay, one in the sequel, sequel to, to the, the groundbreaking, uh, probably one of if not the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I would agree. It was it was awesome. I love the first one. So this one, it, it hits. It's it's great. Another great soundtrack, you know, like exclusively in theaters. Right. We're, we're doing that. So it'll come to streaming later. <laughs> exclusively in theaters for a wi- for a window <laughs> for. Yeah. For a couple of weeks. Anyway. <laughs> well, well, it'll be interesting to see how long they can they can stick things out for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it in theaters. I don't know. I mean, it used there used to be you would know. I mean, it's like what the theaters then to like DVD and then it was like to TV or HBO or something. And yeah, I mean, there used to be like two or two or three tier theater windows like you'd have the main run theaters where they paid top dollar. Yeah. And then when the when when it started going to the buck 50 rental, theaters, they would hit the it would hit the cheaper theaters because they have those prints like, you know, the prints don't have to all survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they make so they used to make so many prints to go to so many theaters. But now with digital projection and all that stuff, they don't have to make as many prints as they used to. But I think all the the dollar theaters are all kind of gone, <laughs> you know. Sadly, I used to like going to the second rate theaters, you know. Yeah, yeah. I take your date because you're uh, you're too you're too poor <laughs> or too cheap, whichever one it is. Well, I love the second run theater for like the uh, the cinema draft house. That was always the second run. You know, we never I don't think we ever saw anything that was like, you know, opening weekend at the cinema draft house. Well, and the funny thing about it, though, is 
so many movies come out, you can't see them all opening weekend. So by right. the time they come around, it's like, ah, oh, it's still in the theater. Let's go. And then, like, you save five bucks or something. Right, right. All right, man. So Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I'm assuming, you know, I mean, you're a fan. I'm a fan. We're going to watch it. Spider-Man is probably my favorite superhero or one of. We're going to watch it. But you guys are probably going to wait. Yeah, I doubt we're going to see this in the theater. I will say we saw a lot of things in the theater, but now that our dance card, our weekend dance card is kind of getting full, we are seeing less and less in the theaters, and I don't know. Weekend dance card? (laughs) That's just generically speaking, like we're very busy on the weekends. Oh. (laughs) Right. I'm like, is that what AMC is calling it these days? The weekend dance card? But yeah, no, I mean, we're we're just we have to prioritize all these other other things. And it's like, I I don't know. I really wanted to see Scream when it came out. Scream 6. Yeah. Yeah. Came and gone. And I don't know. And then Audrey got to see Creed 3. I have yet to see any of the Creeds. You know, I just want to, you know. Yeah, we saw one and two. We talked about it last episode. Right, right. So very good. But yeah, so I think this is one that will probably get us back in the theater. Okay. And you have your AMC pass. We have the we have the A list ticket, not the not this not the the pass because the pass. What is it? The is it the A list? I don't know. We have the one that, that gets us just the discounts, the annual membership. What do you? So you pay a certain annual price, and then you wind up getting like x number of dollars off each ticket. And at some point, there's a break even. Yeah, you get a little bit of a discount. You get like five dollars. You get five dollar credits for every whatever dollars you spend. And then uh, on Tuesdays, they get six dollar tickets or something like that, which, oh, okay. is almost, which is like half price or something. So that's pretty good. We like to go on Tuesday nights. We hope the kids don't have stuff. But now it's now with water polo from seven to nine, we're we're screwed. <laughs> seven to nine through Monday through Thursday. Oh wow, it's, it's very hard. Yeah, every night. All right, man. Second trailer, second and last trailer of the night. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes. So I get the sense uh, it's a time machine movie. It feels like it, right? I think so. Yeah, it does. You see like the young Harrison Ford, the old Harrison Ford. (laughs) He's going back to the Germans and, you know, they're doing all kinds of different montages of various prior or past movies right so i'm getting the sense it's kind of the swan song and farewell of indiana jones to say like thanks for the memories here's all the great movies you got to see in an action-packed thriller right and let me just uh throw a bunch of easter eggs at you so you can feel nostalgic as we yeah walk down memory lane exactly exactly <laughs> and forget so. about forget about the crystal skull oh, and then everything, the worst. Everything, everything else is great <laughs> yeah the worst i always enjoyed three with uh, oh. sean connery that one was yeah. so good the last crusade definitely the one that we go to back to the most is it really it is the most palatable uh, it's it's so much fun. I I love it, and I, this is the one weird thing. So sometimes when I have these existential uh, questions, like I'll ask ChatGPT. <laughs> I said, ChatGPT, what's the best uh, Raiders or Indiana Jones movie? And it and it literally said, I'm I'm a language processing system, so I don't count. I don't have favorites, <laughs> but it always says the original is the best, the Raiders of Lost Ark. And I'm just like, and I try to and I try to recraft it so that it would it would say that you know the Last Crusade is the best, but I can never get it, and I can never get it there. <laughs> so it's always funny. I try to manipulate it to have a discussion to win it over to my 
to my assumption, but but Anne and I watched uh, the Last Crusade just this week. So oh, did you? <laughs> so we're always we're always in in and we end up st- we we usually we'll start Raiders and we'll get through Raiders. We've seen Raiders in the last month. We've seen it once, um, but we started a couple times. And the last time we started it, we ended up just jumping over to Last Crusade. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just it's just a much more fun romp through this space, you know, and and we we watched uh, Temple of Doom recently, like a couple months ago, and it's it's OK. OK, we got to get into those again. I mean, we watched Raiders uh, not too long ago, maybe. Well, maybe within the past six months mm-hmm. have not seen Temple of Doom yet. And then uh, we did see uh, Last Crusade probably within the past year. And the boys have seen. Both of those. Both of those, not Temple of Doom. Not Temple of Doom, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I, You know, maybe I think Mike heard some rumor about like a heart getting pulled out of a guy's chest or something. Right. He, he it's sounded, true. Yeah. Yeah. He's, no, I know. I've seen it. But, <laughs> and he got freaked out over it. So he's like, I'm okay. not going to watch the one. I'm like, okay, we don't have to, you know. And Well, to me, it's the the stuff that's on that, that dinner table, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, right. <laughs> snakes and brains yeah. and yeah and it and it's kind of sold as like an in an indian thing and you know because uh, my family is half indian it's kind of like it's a little bit of a shade thrown towards a culture and i'm like eh, you know it's it's an okay movie and it's not it doesn't say this is typical for indian culture uh but it is it does feel a little insensitive but we still watched it a couple months ago. So it's, I was like, there's probably like, there's probably, and I don't know. And forgive me, like what, what they call, you know, there's different like sex of Indian religion or whatever. Right, right, right. I, I'm sure there's some sect of Hinduism or some whatever. I don't, you know, I'm so ignorant to it. Right. There, there, there's some <laughs> sect of it somewhere that probably, in some rare form has that as a celebratory wedding dinner or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But, but you could also say branch Davidians are Christians. So. <laughs> well, right, right. That's what I mean. Like there's probably some one off sect of some sort of like Buddhist Hindu or something right out there that does that for like their ceremonial wedding supper or something. Right. 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 The average person in that sect might have that meal once in their lifetime, but they, they, they show it as like, it's normal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So branch and it, the the, gro- the gross <laughs> the gross branch Davidians. I'm sorry. I will. When we get into we what apologize we're to any branch Davidians out there. <laughs> we don't want to be canceled by the branch Davidians. <laughs> I think they canceled themselves. I don't know if you've seen the Waco specials, but <laughs> yeah, we did see the Waco with uh, what's the guy's name? It was the FBI agent? Oh um, yeah, Sh- Shannon. What's his name? Yes, Michael Shannon. Is that his name? Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, that was very good. That was. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it. Okay, I, it's it was like a it, it was like a five. It's on Showtime. I don't know where we saw. It. Maybe we saw it on Showtime. It was like a five-part series or something. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Well, I saw. I saw the documentary recently. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting back to Indiana Jones. Yes. I think it's like the final farewell. You know, there's only so many times Harrison Ford could crash airplanes in the golf courses before, <laughs> like, it's one too many. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. I, I like Indiana Jones. I think the movies are well done, well written. Um, we'll, we won't talk about the Crystal Skull. <laughs> but overall, 
th- this is right in my wheelhouse. I love it. I love it. I think so. I think so. I think I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited for both these films uh, this week. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's an exciting time to to have these titles, you know, kind of well continue, and then these are just very established franchises from our childhood you know what i mean of course yeah so it's it's exciting to see them continuing it's crazy when you think about harrison ford back in like the late 70s early 80s and like he's still doing it (laughs) it's like 50 (laughs) years later 40 years later yeah i do you ever think about that with bands though like i saw i saw a billboard oh for sure i saw a billboard with incubus is still touring and i'm like incubus is still touring like I thought they were old when I was young, but I guess they could have been in their 20s, and <laughs> that means they're in their 60s, and really, are they going to be rocking out? I guess so. I guess the Rolling Stones rocked out forever, and Aerosmith did. So, you know, I guess you can rock as long as you're alive. Yeah, and Vince Neil from Motley Crue, he's like all fat now, and <laughs> Tommy Lee's still like looking good, though, and you know, he's, 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 he's all svelte, uh-huh. and... I was watching on YouTube this photography thing, uh, you know, like how to shoot rock concerts or something, whatever it was. And this dude shooting poison on tour. Mm-hmm. I mean, they filled a stadium. <laughs> Still. <laughs> like, like, OK, I get it. You know, poison after all these years is going to go do like the county fair. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But like a football stadium, <laughs> it doesn't even, I don't even I can't comprehend it. You know what? You know it's funny that Bryce has found the band that Bryce has found on uh, on Spotify and I guess YouTube. He listens to YouTube music some. Uh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, he did play that when I was over. <laughs> so he's big. He's big into Significant Other, which is to me just this seminal album. Like I love that album when I was when I was young, and I was just like, it's so crazy. <laughs> They're the ones that, what was it, Woodstock 99 or something? Oh. Yeah, I think it was Woodstock 99, and they were the ones who were kind of like the impetus to, like, wreck the place. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I didn't go. I went to the 94 one, I believe. Okay. And then and then this was the 99 one, the one that we were already too old <laughs> to go to that. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I remember that. Um but yeah, no, it's so funny because like he doesn't say the curse words, and then like every, uh, and then what was it? I'm dangerous. <laughs> well, he said something, and Audrey was like, "You shouldn't say that, even though it's not a curse word. Like you don't want to slip up in front of mommy." And I just started laughing, right? Because it's just the three of us in the car, <laughs> and I'm laughing. We're driving home from school. And uh, and they said, why? Why are you laughing so hard? I said, you're you guys are worried about that. But, you know, but we the three of us are just saying Limp Biscuit like every five seconds. <laughs> nobody even thinks about the, the origin of Limp Biscuit. Right. 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 <laughs> so then with the with the 13 year old, 17 year old, I had to like they're like, all right, dad, tell us what the origin of Limp Biscuit is. Oh, my God. <laughs> and of course, we won't What's go into the first it here. word you hear. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, the my thought was, and when they they were like, "You guys are gross." When you were kids, you played this, and I was like, "Nobody played this game." I don't know why people thought this was a game, but there's no the upside is nothing. A game? <laughs> the downside, the downside is so immense. Do you not know Limp Biscuit? The, there's a game. <laughs> The term Limp Biscuit? No, I know the term, but what's the game? Well, the term 
is the game. Okay, well, maybe I'm lost. <laughs> I was thinking, like, you know, flaccid penis. Yeah, but it's, like, a bunch of guys standing around in a circle. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it off air. Okay, I got the... <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know it was a, a quote-unquote game. Well, the, 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 the first one to go, you know... Gotcha. ...a certain way had to eat the biscuit, you know? Oh, God, that's so But who, who plays this game? Like, I've never met anyone in my life that ever played this game. It's not a, it's not a fun game for anybody. <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't think so. There's no, there's no upside at all. No, anyway, all. but it was a fun, it was a, it's a fun, a fun conversation to have with your two kids in the car. Yeah, 13, <laughs> yeah, your, your 17 year old daughter. Right? <laughs> all right, man, what are you watching? Um, so I'm watching Waco. Waco. So I finished that three part documentary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause we, we saw the, like I said, the movie with Michael Shannon and, or, well, I should say the docu, not docuseries. I, I don't know. What would you call it? Not, not, it's a dramatization, I think. Dramatization of it. Yeah. yeah. It was like a five, I think it might have been a five episode series or something. It was great. I like that one because it goes into the whole McVeigh angle, right? Timothy McVeigh. They might have talked a little bit about it because, but no, it was it was uh, Waco when they were all holed up outside and yeah, and they were show they were like in the house across the way, you know, like spying on them. Yeah, well, you should. I I would love to hear you watch the documentary from Netflix. No, I, I yeah, I know that sounds that that sounds cool. I mean, if we get out of here in time i might watch i might watch an episode yeah trainer fodder for sure like running on a treadmill is is greater on your bike your trainers yeah exactly um, amazing and then uh we're, we're loving picard still still watching picard uh i tried to get imax tickets to see the season finale of picard but la's all sold out so i'd have to go to really? go out of state <laughs> so it's that big of a show that they're in imax no they're they're doing a limited uh limited IMAX screening throughout various cities all over the United States for the last episode for the final the series finale and I think they were going to that's so cool they're going to couple it couple it with the with the penultimate episode which was last night or a couple nights ago that Ann and I watched yesterday oh that's awesome so the, the series is that good this season has been that good Oh, the season. Okay, this season is uh, is the true swan song. Like I said in our last episode, you know, it's really and it's how many seasons? Three seasons. So three and out. Three and out. <laughs> um, what else are we watching? Mandalorian. We're back into Mandalorian, which is great. Oh yeah, um, it's it's been uh, good times. Um, and then uh, something on Apple TV Plus. Schmigadoon. <laughs> you Schmigadoon. heard Schmigadoon. Um, it's, uh, it's a comedy series musical. I saw, I saw it come across. Yeah. (laughs) So they're doing the second season right now. Okay. But I was like, because they hit me up with my, oh, watching Ted Lasso continues to be phenomenal. But yeah, the Schmigadoon, uh, commercials or uh, promos in front of Ted Lasso got me. And I watched the first episode and I'm like, oh, got to put this in my pocket. This is going to be an Anne special. Like when you find something that you think Anne will like, you got to save it for watching with Anne. You know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. <laughs> if you watch it on your own, now you're doing double the work. Doing double the work. And there's so, so much 
so limited. Like I watched the last of the last half of the last episode of Waco with Anne in the room. And I knew she wasn't into it because she was doing her, her stock trading stuff. And I'm doing my work kind of in the background. I just wanted to, you know, wrap it up because um, it's a little heavy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and she's in there. She's just getting so angry about the whole situation. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why? Just because it's such it's just like Janet Reno BS. and all that. Yeah, it's the Janarina is very like they kind of uh, didn't. They, it's just the mishandling of everything, you know. Everything's right. so everything was so botched. Um, but yeah, so so I found Schmigadoon, and it's this fun uh, sitcomy kind of thing, and they kind of this couple goes to couples therapy, and they go walking through the woods, and they end up in this uh, fake town of Schmigadoon. <laughs> they kind of just spend the whole season trying to get out of Schmigadoon. Um, so it's just a fun musical, you know, take some, some history of the musicals. They haven't, they have, I'm, I'm going to try to find this on Spotify on the way in tomorrow, a, a sound of music, like um, the Doa Deer song. Except Julie Andrews and <laughs> <laughs> except instead of that, it's all about uh, vaginas and the uh, learning the whole female. Uh, what is it? Sex ed. It's like sex ed, but to the tune of Doa Deer. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so I'm going to find that. It's I, I, I think the song is probably called Vagina. So we'll we'll check that out. After. Go, just Google it. What could go <laughs> I'll, wrong? I'll, I'll Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's been my wealthy, wealthy kind of, uh, TV watching this. And so here's, here's a note that I will give. I do think that they, that bringing quality products to the television screen has kind of muddied the water of what TV should be. And you can, and you have to, you have to like, you know, you'll probably come to the same, hopefully you'll, you'll agree when you watch something like Seinfeld, you can watch Seinfeld with your eyes closed. For the most part, right? He's in the room. He's, you know, like for the most part, in the early seasons, he's always in this apartment, like, you know, apartment, diner, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's what's the, the interaction between the people and the, what they're saying to each other. So I think there's a quality of that that television has lost when they kind of went cinematic and they, you know, TVs at home got bigger and they wanted to be more cinematic. So they tried to do cinematic things. And then you have great television like Mr. Robot and, servant and stuff like that where you're kind of like locked in and you have to watch it because it's really a movie that's been shrunk down to to air on small screens but it's not television (laughs) television is meant to be consumed with about 40 percent of your attention and with breaks every eight minutes (laughs) like you know what i mean like (laughs) i couldn't agree more I mean, so we finally finished Seinfeld, speaking of that. Yes, please. We saw the last episode, nine seasons. We got through it. We're done. And we've picked up the Big Bang Theory. Oh, good. Okay. Right? So on HBO, we're watching Big Bang Theory, HBO Max. It's exactly what you said. You're watching it. There's breaks every few minutes. You can watch it with your eyes closed. The the set design is kind of generic. You know, they'll go somewhere and do something and you can totally tell the brick wall is styrofoam. Right. <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. And but it's not you don't care about that. It's just the dialogue and the banter between the the crew and all these shows have a crew, right? Or a cast. It's writing and chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, I mean, you can have your eyes closed. It doesn't matter what room they're in or whose apartment they're in or, you know, whatever it is. It's just they walk in and they give their little quick 
quips and banter and you chuckle and laugh and then it's like there's a cut or a break or a jump cut to the next scene whatever it is and it doesn't matter you know and it's written with this pace it's written with this with all of these things in mind and each one of the breaks you write to the break and you kind of you want the cliffhanger right before the break and then you want a resolution right after the break exactly too much a resolution and you kind of have this balance of just like it's formulaic a, a seesaw yeah it's formulaic but it but there's an art there's an art to it that I think if you're just taking like, oh, well, we have the movie. Let's just chop it up and put it out as a you know limited series. It doesn't work. Limited series to me are like even going back to like the Thornbirds. You have to watch it <laughs> like Roots. You have to watch it because they're they're cinematic pieces, cinematic pieces of media that are put on television. And then they're just called television. But they're not like television to me is sitcoms and things that you could watch with about 40 to 30 percent of your attention and in a, in a good way, <laughs> like like it's brilliant. Like Big Bang Theory is brilliant. I mean, Seinfeld is brilliant, but they were never meant to, you know, to command your attention whole 100 percent of your attention. I would say it like this. I mean, when you make a gourmet meal that would be your cinema right okay your cinematic meal a uh, uh, movie you have something i mean you've spent hours in the kitchen you're crafting some sort of souffle whatever you know and you're right right maybe it's barbecue over a long period of time slow cooking right or you know whatever it doesn't even matter or your or your seven fish or your christmas dinners or something that's exactly you're doing some monumental Right. What we're talking about is like comfort food. Right. I'm going to go grab a bowl of ice cream and some cookies. (laughs) I'm not really going to think much about it. Two scoops, three scoops. What do I care? I'll throw another half a scoop in there. Right. Right. Grab a couple of cookies. Let's get under, you know, get under the blanket, you know, and you're just like, you know, stuff in the pie hole, you know, and and that's what this, that's what television is or, or was for the most part. And, and like you said, even like Roots, for example, that was like so heavy, especially back in like, what was that? The early eighties or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. For that time, especially, man, it's like heavy television. Important, monumental, like. Yeah, you're not just (laughs) shoveling in ice cream and cookies, you know, like that's like. And for some reason, it's it's like if you eat that seven fishes, sort of a Christmas Eve dinner or something, but it's instead of that meal. You're eating that meal over seven night series. <laughs> By the end of that week, I mean you're in vomit mode. <laughs> it's too it's too rich. It's too, too heavy. Much, yeah. The sauces and the ruse and all this <laughs> stuff are just overwhelming at some point. Right. You just right. can't do it, you know? Uh. Yeah. So so what else? Anything else you've been up to, or is that about it for watching? Uh, that's about it for notable watching, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean Ted Ted Lasso. We watched. We're we're caught up. Yeah, we're we're caught up with you. What day does that come out? Wednesday. Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah. And I think we only have one or two more. I think. I think there's only eight. I I think. I don't know. So it's the end. I don't know how you feel about intros to TV show, to these shows, but you know the skip intro button. I'm 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 a big I, I'm a fan of it. We have to skip the intros for the most part. But sometimes on the either the last episode, last few episodes, or the last season, like Ted Lasso, 
I told Audrey, I said, we're watching all these intros. Like, you know, it's a great Mumford and Sons song. You know, we get to watch him walk around the stadium a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just a little extra Ted Lasso. Sure, you could rewatch the whole series, but but this is just a little, it's a little table setting for your Ted Lasso meal. <laughs> Again, you know what I mean? Like, get yourself into the mood for watching this Ted Lasso that you're only going to get to enjoy fresh Ted Lasso for a few more nights. Yeah, I would say, and I, I, I come see me in season 12, uh-huh. but I would say Big Bang Theory right now. I mean, and those things are way bingeable. 22 minutes. Yeah. You're just popping through. I mean, in two nights, we've watched like nine of them or something. Oh, nice. And I would say that's the one. Th- we don't skip that one. It's Bare Naked Ladies, right? Yeah. 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 I love Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah. We just, we just like, and we all, and we're all like, you know, big bang, bang. We all go bang. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. It's hilarious. You know? And, and uh, Tim's all in his science nerd. Like, he's like, I love it. So when did they start talking about the big bang? I said, ah, they might bring it up here and there, but it's more the title of the show. <laughs> but yeah, we do skip the majority of the openings. I think it depends on the show. Right. For example, when, Game of Thrones. Yeah. When they're going to introduce a new city, they show it in the intro. Oh, nice. So as you watch it, the intro, they, the blood kind of runs or whatever. It sweeps you through the city. It's well, it sweeps you through like the land. Oh, uh, OK. And then they go like to the various towns that they've had. And then when they're going to introduce a new town or something, boom, there it is. And you're like, oh, my God, a new town. And you know? <laughs> so, so like that one we would watch and stuff. So it just depends on the show and what they do, you know? Yeah. You know, what was funny was uh, when I watched Schmigadoon, the opening cards of Schmigadoon is kind of done like an old time movie where they play. They put all the cards of all the actors up before the movie. And uh, it's kind of like what my my fair lady and stuff. <laughs> and it's so long. And I just I'm just have it in the background a little bit. So I'm working and watching and it hits that switch point where it's switching from the credits to the show. And I guess it it, it has a little hiccup on the on the fire TV because it's not an Apple device or whatever. So they're not troubleshooting for for Amazon devices and it gets stuck there. Ah. And you have to like, and you have to like fast forward and a fast forward is too fast. Plus 10, f- plus 10. <laughs> I wish it had a plus 10. Then I'm only missing 10 seconds. I have to hit fast forward and then it goes too far and you got to go right. back. And it doesn't go. So you hit fast forward again. Now it's going double is what you right. Exactly. So now I just have to, I have to, you know, skip intro just so that I get past that marker right to the right point. And then it plays fine. So, oh, that's so, so weird. I'm the only person that doesn't skip the intro on that. So there's no one to complain <laughs> to, <laughs> to Amazon about Apple TV's thing. Right. Uh, oh, that's funny. So then I'm assuming you haven't seen Tetris yet. Oh, no, that's right. We were supposed to watch that. Yeah. Episode 218. We covered okay. Tetris. I'll put All that right. back in my pocket. Yes. And we could. T- I'd rather talk to you about it after you've seen it. We have to talk about it. Yes. We had a little in-person discussion, but I must uh, watch it exactly uh, together. We'll watch it. I have to get Anne to watch that. The 1938, uh, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Oh, okay. With Errol Flynn. Uh, a bit campy, you know. Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. I don't think in 1191 they were wearing tights, but <laughs> you never know. You never know. 
But I would say, though, overall, I mean, it's pre-Golden Age of Hollywood or maybe right at the start of the Golden Age of Hollywood. Uh-huh. And, I mean, Errol Flynn, uh, Olivia de Havilland. So, man, I guess it was the Golden Age of Hollywood. The acting is a little over the top. Okay. Overall, though, I think it holds up. If you watch it for what it is, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like that singing in the rain sort of a movie. And I love <laughs> Yeah, I love singing in the rain because it put, it was very tongue in cheek about that golden age of Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then Rocky, Rocky two and Rocky three. Wow. You guys knocked him out. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow night's Rocky four. Oh, if he dies, he dies. I break you. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, man, Mr. T is an incredible villain. <laughs> he was so good. He was so good. I sent I texted you. the Yeah, the I saw the little clip. Yeah. And he said, so, you know, Clever Lang, what's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Pain. <laughs> Pain. Like, and then he's like, I pitted a foo. Uh, such a good villain, you know? And Yes. But yeah, so the three Rockies. Uh, so now we're going into uh, Drago. Nice. Who's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Yes. Who's Swedish, but he plays the Russian guy. <laughs> and I'm sure they're going to have all like the, the stone cold Soviet era. You know, you have to go that route, right? <laughs> yeah. Like emotionless and yes. I'm a machine. Well, he has all the technology behind him, too. And the steroids. And... <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. No, they've, they've been good. I'm not going to get into it. I mean, you know, their whole movies. But, no, they've been good. The boys love them. Okay, that's amazing that they hold up for them. Oh, yeah. And then the Hulk Hogan scene, the, you know, where they're doing the charity match. And, uh-huh. and, and the boys are like, Dad, was he a real wrestler? I said, oh, yeah, man. He was <laughs> the Hulkster, you know? So are those real wrestling moves? I said, for professional wrestling. Yes, not, <laughs> not for Greco-Roman wrestling, you know, not, not for the high school wrestling, <laughs> right? You're not. Yeah, you're not giving guys pile drivers and the atomic knee drop. Oh, God, <laughs> you know? would not go over well on the uh, on the on the uh, basketball court floor covered with a little fin pad with, with the with the two inch foam. <laughs> right, right. All right, man. How did your beer finish? I saw you take the last swill a few seconds ago. I did. I did. So it is, uh, it is, uh, I guess, can conditioned, I guess, is what you'd say. It has a little bit of a, uh, what's it called? Oh, a little trube. little trube at the end. Yeah. But it was phenomenal start to finish. Good. Um, the, the two sour ends. So here, so because I said it's. It warmed okay. Well, yeah. So it starts sour, it, it middle sweet, and then it has a little sour aftertaste. There's two ways that could go, right? It could the sour could permeate and the sweetness could go away. Sure. Or the sweetness could permeate and the sours could go away. That's the second one happened and um and it was all sweet at the end and it was amazing start to finish. You? Incredible. I still have some. Uh-huh. This is amazing. All that hint of lager completely vanished okay somewhere in there like the maple and like the nut brown sort of things that come out okay okay turned into almost like a bourbon barrel aged Mm, wonderful it's not bourbon barrel aged but it has that (laughs) total vibe to it. it this is 
This is probably the best lager I've ever had. Uh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm not kidding. Go there with Frank. I'm going to get a four pack. Get a four pack, split a couple with them. <laughs> You'll love it. Okay. You'll love it. I would even say wait for it to get a little warmer. Uh-huh. And then that hint of lager vanishes once it gets warmer. You know, and I don't mind. Lo- I mean, I drink. I have a... I have a- I have a black belt in ice. I have a black belt in drinking lagers back in the day. <laughs> <Black belt. laughs> I just don't I just don't want to do it to the caloric uh income. Yeah, in, in there's take, nothing but. I mean, there's no reason to, you know. I mean, <laughs> really. But no, if you're just gonna have a one off, yeah, like for what we're doing here, or you're just gonna sit down with the beer with Frank or something, like Yeah, yeah. Dude, this thing and you know, he may even have one. Yeah. So just go over there and like talk him into splitting it with you yeah there you go yeah and then you don't have to you know <laughs> get a four pack of it but no it's it's very good i mean i would i i would definitely like if a four pack would not be a consolation prize right right no and i you know i like supporting local so i'll i should get over there before it before they go away because i think he keeps a, a fair rotation on stuff which which i love i love yeah no they had a they had a great uh a great selection over there no he the guy that i talked to over there he was he's trying hard to to keep it fresh and god the the amount the quantity of the the variety of beers that you have access that we have access to is is unheard of right like <laughs> 20 years ago this stuff didn't exist it didn't exist there was no market for craft beers but but I was standing there with Audrey getting beers this morning, and she goes, "That's twenty-two dollars a, ca- a bottle. That's the bottle you were looking at, Bottle Logic." Yeah, and she and she looked down the row of bottle, and that's the cheapest one. All the rest are 30, 30 plus. <laughs> I have a, a <laughs> bottle of some sort of a Belgian, you know, and Sandy puts on like uh, I don't know some kind of a white markers how she labels uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. Twenty-eight bucks for this bottle. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, yeah, it's incredible how much you can get for some some beers and like even like lambics and all that kind of stuff. They age oh, yeah. for like three, yeah. four years. Yeah, no, it's amazing. So you got to figure just the aging alone, <laughs> just the just the mere space they take up for the space over yeah, time. You got, you're, you're you know you're paying rent on that real estate. <laughs> you know? All right, man. So episode two twenty three is in the can, and uh, how about we see you next week for two twenty four? Awesome. Wish me luck driving at five o'clock in the morning tomorrow. <laughs> oh man, good luck. Good good luck to near travel water polo that's right and uh, whatever whatever dojo kung fu that uh, bryce has going for his tournament so good luck with awesome all right talk to you later all right ted later bye good night next week join jim and ted as they disarm another hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece remember the holy trinity of podcasting subscribe like share special thanks to jeremy kent jackson for the voiceover and rogelio for the music